Hey guys, how you doing? Good afternoon. Tom, you've played for three head coaches in 23 years in the NFL. Uh, what's Todd Bowles been like to play for? Uh, what do you like about his coaching style, and how would you describe it? Yeah, he's done a great job, and uh, just enjoy my time with him. And obviously, I played against him for quite a while too. Um, he's got great presence, great leadership. Um, yeah, he does a great job. Um, I think there's high expectations. He's got a lot of experience, and um, it's been a lot of fun. You guys both self-deprecate a lot. Um, what, what other similarities do you guys have personality-wise? I mean, we both love football, so you know, I think that's a good place to start. We're here to win games and be professional, and I think that you know, not getting too up or too down over the course of a long season. I think everyone I was saying today, like you know, it doesn't matter what team you're in. You know, everyone's been through. You know, it's 17 games. It's a, it's a long. I'm sure you guys are feeling it too. It's, it's the way it is for everybody. So, anyone who's involved in it, it's a long marathon. And, um, you know, I think having the consistency to show up every day and be the same person is a, is a great trait. And it's, um, you know, you can't be one way when you lose and another way when you win and another way at the beginning of the season, another way at the end of the season. I think you got to have a lot of consistency to. The process of trying to improve and be the best you could be over the course of a long year. I'm going into a game like this where it's not going to impact the, the, your playoff status. Are you aware, or, or players aware, or do they think about personal records or achieving maybe incentives at this point in a game like this? I don't know what everyone else thinks about. I, you know, so I, I think we're football players. We it's football season. We play football. So that's how I feel. How, how important it is. How much it means to you to play Sunday, even though there's not gained or lost in the playoff standings. When you've had these games with the Patriots over the years where you're playing and maybe leaving after a quarter, after a half, what is your mentality like in those games? Uh, I think anytime you take the field, you want to go be, you know, the best you could be. You know, it's your team's asking you to, you know, when you're out there to perform at a very high level. So that's what you're trying to do. I don't think that it's, uh, you know, I just, I don't always feel like, Every game's important, you know, for one reason or another. I, I don't care. The spring practice is important. It's off-season workouts are important. Everything's important. So to minimize the importance of a game is makes no sense to me. So I don't see it that way. It's a very tough game. I prepared this week like I prepare every single week. And um, it's a very, you know, it's a tough defense. We didn't play great against them last time. They have some good players, uh, really well coached. They haven't had the type of year they wanted, but they'll try to finish strong. I believe that. So that's what we got to try to do, too. Outpouring of support across the league for Damar Hamlin, yourself included. Can you just share what the NFL family is like and how you guys come together to support one of your own when he needs it? Yeah, I think that um, you know, I, I don't think I can really say anything that probably hasn't been said already. But we all have um, a lot of heartfelt thoughts for him, and um, you know, he's obviously a great young man, and uh, we all hope he recovers. Something like that hit you differently now that not only are you playing, but now you have a son that's playing as well. Yeah, I think it it hits all of us. It hits all of us. I think just the the you know you're watching it live, and it and it's a tough thing for anyone to watch. And I think we all just love what we do. We love playing, and you don't always think about the consequences of playing. And sometimes it's, I know even, and it's a totally different situation. But when I had my ACL, you know, I just I didn't take it for granted anymore. Just playing, you know, I never really got injured and. I don't think any of us, when you, you're reminded of really tough situations like that, and 
Um, like I said, I sure hope he recovers, but you know, it's a, hopefully no one takes anything for granted. This is a very challenging sport and it's a very physical sport and um, we have a great deal of respect for one another and people try to play it. And um, it's just a very, very tough incident to, for, for all of us to, to grasp. Byron just talked about, you know, a lot of people may not see the progress that you guys have shown throughout the season because, you know, people get spoiled with you guys putting up 30 points for two straight years. Uh, but he said there has been a lot of progress. Where would you see maybe the biggest growth that you're starting to build as you head into these playoffs here? Well, I think over the year, you know, different things have, have changed with our offense and players have changed, some scheme things have changed, um, things, some things we've done consistently well. Um, some things we haven't, and we try to get rid of those things. So I think the point is, is you know, you're always trying to gain progress every day. And certainly, um, you know, we didn't start at a great place. There's certain games where it was probably better early and worse late, some games where it was not great early and great late. And, you know, we're going to have to play really well this week, and then obviously this week we'll determine, you know, it's not going to change who, you know, it might change who we're playing. We don't know who we're playing, but we can't change the four spot. But, um, you know, we got to play good. we got to feel good. And we got to emotionally be at a good place and mentally and physically, you know, go out there and be ready to roll. Can you feel it's coming together, though? I mean, it's – I think that's a – got to go earn it. I mean, my, my feeling is you got to earn it Thursday. you got to earn it Friday. you got to earn it Saturday. you got to earn it Sunday. I don't know what's going to happen the week after that. But, you know, today we had a good practice. So, it's important. about wanting to play, you know, Sorry, uh, yeah, it was West. The yep. last game. Did that hurt your chances in the playoffs? Did you feel like, well, it's just football, and you know, we would have been better if he hadn't played, or I, you know what I mean? Like, there's a risk reward, I guess, for for getting out there. Yeah, and I think hindsight's always twenty twenty two. So there's a lot of years where I we was the number one seed. I played and did great, and it helped. And yeah. I think you have so many times to improve. And of course, you know, you could look at a situation and say, well, that wish that situation was different. And I think. There's a lot of those, and football's a contact sport, so there are risks every time we take the field. And if you sit out this week and then you go out there and the first play of the game, you get hurt too. So yeah. I don't know. It's you would like to limit exposure. Well, it's a, as we said, it's a contact sport, and anything can happen. And you know, I'm, I think the point that what you're always trying to do is improve as a football team. That should be the priority. Yeah. The the the, the reality is how do you improve and get better? Do you sit? Do you play? What plays do you run? Who plays? Those are all things for people to decide based on. Everyone's got different individual situations and team situations and so forth. So, yeah. my view is, you know, I'm ready to play. I've never missed a game in my life. I don't ever want to miss a game now. Well, actually, I have missed a few games, but hurt, yeah. yeah, I was hurt and, and uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, you mentioned that the process of trying to get things right is more important than the outcome. And as long as you keep enjoying it, that's the point. Your career has always been defined by winning, and, and I know you enjoy that quite a bit, but. <laughs> Has, has your kind of your mentality about playing changed in recent years? Like you spoke about the process and, and, and the joy. Yeah. Has, has that kind of changed and, and taken more precedent rather than just the outcome and just winning? Well, I think what you realize is, like I said, everything's earned. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, you feel when you put the time and energy in and have you done everything it takes to be prepared for what you're about to face. And then ultimately, when you were faced with those three hours, how did you perform? And I think that process you always want to improve to give you the most margin of error every single week. Um, sometimes your margin of error is very, very thin. You know, you play a great football team. You don't have a lot of margin error. You can't turn the ball over three times. Sometimes you play a team that 
they're not as talented. You can probably have some more mistakes. That doesn't mean you should make mistakes. It means maybe you'll win if you make them. But the reality of pro football is every team has the same money to spend. Every team, you know, you so the better teams play the better schedules. You know, it's a, it's there's nothing easy about it. So, um, you know, done a good job. You know, there's a lot of teams that are kind of middle of the pack this year. There's a few teams that have probably excelled. And, you know, who knows what – I was on some of those teams that really excelled and didn't do great in the postseason and saw other teams who were kind of middle of the pack and did great. And I've been on teams that were great and stayed great. So all that remains for the future. And, uh, you know, that's why everyone love, loves watching live television and live football like we all do. But you got to go earn it. And I think the, the point is, I think for me, I can sleep well at night knowing that if I did the very best I could um, – you know, that's where I feel like I, um, you know, want to gain the trust and respect of my teammates, uh, that I did my very best for them because, you know, that's what they expected from me. So thank you, guys. How's everyone? Good, good. Byron, how refreshing was it to see those deep ball connections that you guys have been trying to get this year, but, but they happened in it was good to see it happen, especially in the ball game, uh, especially from those two, right? From those two, it was good to see those two finally get connected in a big way, right? They did it in a big way in a very important ball game, so it was good to see. On the broadcast, um, it, it said uh, Aaron Andrews, I guess, spoke to you, and you had mentioned to her that you wanted to get back to attacking on first down. What what spurred that? Like, why this week as opposed to, to previous? I, I know that they were giving you, you know, eight-hand fronts at times and, and some – no, it wasn't first down. It was just in general, really. Uh, I think we're uh, getting better as a group. I think this group is learning how to play, uh, the moments that we got to make plays, understanding what we got to do to really win football games. Uh, it's so hard to get that done when you're switching so many bodies in and out the huddle during the season. Uh, when it's OTAs and training camp, you do certain things from a physical standpoint every day so you can quickly get to a certain place. But that's tough in season. And I think we're getting to a point where we can uh, just be in that mode more than not. Just Take those risks and feel comfortable doing it. I don't see it as a risk. I just say just playing football in an aggressive way. Byron, can you talk about Devin Tompkins, the development that he's, that he's made this year to go from the assume you might get some more reps on offense this week if you guys you know, are, are looking at maybe resting some starters or getting some guys out a little bit early. But what have you seen from Tom? Uh, same thing I said last week. It's been exceptional really since he's gotten here. It's really good from a technique standpoint. Very explosive player. He's a, a smaller guy that plays big. Uh, he jumps as high as you need to jump. He catches whatever ball he needed to catch. He's a hands catcher, so he can pluck the ball on the run while he's running fast. So he's a player that's been exciting really since he's gotten here and, and has earned his way onto the, the successes he's had, really earned everything that he's gotten since he's been here. You appreciate that as a coach. You appreciate that as a former player, a guy who's been in the locker room. Uh, it's, it's always great to see players like that have success. Yeah, it's not like it, you know, it's not like it's a preseason game. <laughs> so there's that. 
but still, you know, every play is football, things can happen, and, and you don't want to get anyone hurt ever, but how will you know? Is that a head coaching thing? Yeah, I'll let Todd handle that, really. Uh, who's ever out there going to play. Uh, I, I still think we got things to work on, things we can get better at, really. Uh, so that's how I really see it. I, I don't have to think of that. That's yeah. Todd. He'll think and tell us what he needs to tell us, however he want from that standpoint. But, you know, from my mindset, it's going out, preparing, trying to play as good as football as possible as we can. We what, can what do you need to work on? I've heard that several times. we got things we need to work on. What, what? I, I don't – everything. Uh, even when we do things well, I don't think that's something that we can just say we got it. I never view it that way. So I think it's something that you continuously got to work on it. Continuous situations happen in practice so we can communicate more and more about the things we do well, the things we don't do so well. So I just think as many as those opportunities, I think reps are so big in this league, uh, especially with the practice schedule that we have. It's not as physical as it's been before. So as many as those communication game reps as you can get, I think the better. I really, I really do. You talked about Tompkins. Are, are there other guys, if for whatever reason you are able to, to pull starters, are there other backups that you haven't played much that you'd like to see on Sunday? Uh, I just who's ever out there. I don't, want, I don't really want to get into. It don't matter. It's eleven people in the huddle. I expect the eleven to do well when they're in the huddle. So who's whoever that is, I want to see them all play. I like to see. I like to see. I just like football. I like good football. So who's ever out there. I expect them to play at a certain level. In a game like this that obviously doesn't have an impact on the playoff status for you guys, are you aware of like like maybe records or incentives that guys uh, are close to achieving <laughs> that you'd like to get them, get them to? Uh, Y'all got to ask Shady that. <laughs> um, kind of a question, but I guess it's kind of you expect that for me. Um, 2005, you, uh, you missed five games at the end of the season, and then you started postseason game. Lamar Jackson maybe on a um, what are some of the challenges that come with that as a player when you miss a significant chunk at the end of the regular season and all of a sudden you're thrust out there in the playoffs? I ran into Thomas. I think that was the biggest problem. We ran into the Patriots, right? <laughs> uh, it's all unique. It's, all, it's an individual thing. Uh, I don't want to speak on his situation at all, really. I got so much respect for him. So much respect for that coach there. I'm playing in Pittsburgh again. So I have so much respect for how they go about their business really up there. So that's, they'll find out and do the right thing. It's, it's all different. It's all depending on the person. Uh, it didn't work out for me, but he's a way better player than I was. <laughs> Did you feel rusty? I mean, because you're, that position, it's not just a physical position. It's a cerebral position. So mentally, you've got to be so on top of things. No, nah, I felt great. We just lost to a better team. <laughs> we just lost to a better team. I was, I felt great actually. We, we, talked, we talked yesterday about um, to coach about you know Kyle Trask, who you know I think he's been active maybe one game in his career. Mm -hmm. You see him out there early. You know you see we see how hard he works, but there's no reward in terms of playing, and that's just where he's at, right? But from your standpoint, when you see him at practice or you evaluate him, how much better has he gotten? Where has he gotten better? And is that hard to do as a player? Is like, hey man, you're going out there every day and you know yes. there's no reward. And his approach hasn't changed. That's the amazing thing about Kyle, the way he approaches it, right? I remember early in the year, guy, people mad at Kyle Trask for not playing in front of Tom Brady. That blew my mind. <laughs> that 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 that's even the conversation, right? Let's. Tom's here and people mad at Kyle for not playing. 
you only play one at a time. It's not like other positions. So for him, he's came in, he's learned. He's, he, the way he approaches it, this kid goes so hard every day, learning, get his, as whatever reps he get, he accepts and try to, you know, execute him at a high level. So that's all you really can do. I think he understands his situation. I think he understands who he's behind. So it's just it's good to see him get better, but we haven't seen him out there, right? We haven't really seen him officially out there doing it. I may have opinions of what I think he can do, but until he's given the opportunity to really go out there and do it, we, we nobody would know really. But we feel good about what he's done throughout practice. You can see him get better over the last Yes, yes, yes. Are you curious? I'm sorry. Are, are you curious to see how it translates onto the field in a real game? I mean, you've watched him for two years. As of right now, 2023, I got my mind on other things. <laughs> uh, that's that's not how you think as a coach. Uh, I mean, he's playing behind Tom. What are we talking about, right? Let's let's not even have that conversation, right? Kid's working his tail off though, but he's playing in front of the greatest ever. We're behind the greatest ever. You may not know about this record, but Tom is 262 yards away from being the second all-time passing leader on this team in franchise history. To see him able to do that in three years. On this? Yeah, 40-something yeah, <laughs> years. But to be number two and just be able to pull that off in three years, how amazing does that, does that tell I you? think it's shown what, we, what he's done since he's been here. Um, I know we get a lot of slack for how this year turned out, but what we've done together has been unique. What he's done has been unique since he's been here. Uh, it just speaks for Tom, says who he is. Um, that's unreal, though. I, I, I didn't even know that myself, but to be able to do that in three years, it really shows you the success we've had the first couple years here, the success. success I know it looks bad to everybody, but I just can't. I think we're the 12th best offense in the league. Ain't that something? Still got a long way to go, right? <laughs> long way to go, but it just says a lot about who he is and what he is and what he brings to the table, about all the guys around him and what had, what the historic pace he's really been playing at since he's been here. Says a lot. Says a lot. I think it's been moments where we haven't really been that bad. I think uh, you guys over-exaggerate uh, because we look different. Uh, the numbers say we're not that far off. Uh, we're awful on third down and red zone. It's disappointing those two things for us as a team with who we have. But when you really listen to people talk about us, that's emotions talking. That's not really people that's watching us, watching us get better every week. Uh, for some reason, everybody want to throw dirt on the Bucks, but we're not ready for people to throw dirt on us. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Thanks, How everybody doing today? Good. Uh, Anthony Nelson, he's done really well, not only right. getting sacks, but creating turnovers, getting strip sacks. 
what do you make of his play and like just his improvement the past two games? Well, with with uh, Nelly, he's been a steady Eddie since the first time he walked through the door. But the thing is to see him stepping up, especially when we had some injuries and been very shorthanded. And him and Joe, in a couple of games, played every snap. So. One, I take my hat off to him for that. And two, this guy works hard, comes to work every day. And it's when we always say sacks come in bunches. But for the last couple of weeks, to have major sack fumbles and really big play, game-changing plays. I'm just impressed to see him have the success after all the work that he puts in. Casey, you just, you just said it. You know, you've told us all year the sacks and the turnovers come in bunches. Bunches. Now they're coming in bunches. Is there any rhyme or reason for why now? No, because you, you were not, hadn't changed anything in practice, hadn't done anything you do. They just It's just the way it happens. So this is my 20th year in this league, and you see it every time. Sometimes you don't have sacks. Next thing you know, you got 12 in two games. You don't have turnover. It always happens like that. So we just kind of keep it, hopefully keep it going. How impactful was Vita Bea's presence back out on the field? I know stopping the run was, was paramount for you guys and, and right. held it well under 100 rushing yards. Well, going into that game, they had just rushed for 320 against Detroit, so we knew that we had to take care of the run game, and Vita is is a huge part of what we do. And the first time we played, we didn't have Akeem. The first time we played them having Akeem and Vita there together, along with the other guys, and it was the true commitment. We knew the game plan. If we don't let them run, we would have our chances of winning, and that was the way we approached it. Aside from having Hicks and Bea in there, do you guys do anything schematically different this time around as opposed to what you guys did? I'm sure not every play call was the same, but I mean, just. Eighty percent of the game plan was the one we had before. We just executed better. We just executed better than before. We were committed to run the game, but you misfit somebody get out of a gap, and we gave up a sixty-yard run, a twenty-seven. We knew we had to eliminate explosive plays on the ground. Coach, speaking of uh, players that have improved in recent weeks, I think Will Golson is a guy that has really stood out on tape and improved, creating turnovers, making tackles in the backfield. Right. What have you seen from him? and his improvement over the last couple of weeks? Well, since I've walked in, Will is the one. Nobody really writes a lot of articles about. I had Sue, I had Bea, I had Akeem. Nobody really talks about Will, but Will, two years ago, led our team in quarterback hit. He's been steady Eddie since he walked through the door. He just comes to work every day, does everything you ask for him. And the tough part about him is we've been playing so much nickel or 11 personnel that he comes out because we got Akeem and Vita, so he don't get to play as much as the other guy. Never says a word, just whatever you need me go do it and it's just uh credit to him to see him getting making the plays when his opportunity presents itself. So. You talked about how many moves you've spent in this game. Yeah. How how difficult was it to watch um, that collision on Monday night football with, with Lamar Hamlin? Well first of all I'm just so happy that they say he's making improvement but as a coach been been around this game for a while, you know you one, it's just so many emotions, the highs and lows that come up with it. Or as a coach, especially being a position coach, you're just happy to see after every play that your players stand up and able to walk off the field and we'll fix everything else. It was uh, it just brought everything back into reality. You know, deep down in this league, it's a big boy business. We're judged by wins and losses. But this incident shown that it's bigger, it's bigger than wins and losses. It's, human life was at stake. We've asked you about Logan before, and I know his opportunity
the worst thing he did the other night. You see him miss that sack the other day? Yeah, so he missed the sack. He should have had the sack the other night. But the thing that I took my hat off, and when we talked to one of our player review of the game, I think he played 21 snaps, and he played the run outstanding, which was when I was looking at it, that would be my concern. I like, well, do I put Logan in or do I put Akeem in? Yeah, that's no. Do I put Vita in? But when the plays he ran against a running team that was hard-headed about running, he did a bang-bang job. So I had to brag on him about that. And to really answer your question, Logan can be as good as he wants to be. I've been fortunate here in this league, different places. I've been to coach a lot of good players that went. And he's talent-wise, he's right along with them. He can really be as good as he wants to be. So can you take us behind the scenes a little bit on what happens on game day, right? Because you're a <coughs> defensive coordinator right? with Larry. You're doing the front, uh, right. you know, front seven. He's doing the back seven. And, and I'm sure you're, you're responsible for personnel groupings, right? right. Todd's calling the defense. Right. How does that work between the three of you in the heat of the moment? you got 20 seconds to you know, get your guys in, get the play call and all that. Who's doing what? And You've done it for a whole season right. now, so you can kind of speak to that. Right. From the way we've done it, the plan is kind of set as we go in throughout the week. We know the run game, these are the fronts we want to be in versus this personnel. Coverage-wise, these what we want to be on this down and this. So it's pretty much set, and it really Todd has a feel for but we really have a script that if anything happens, this is the script we're going to follow. You know, third and three, we're going to be in this if they're in 11. First and 10, midfield, we're going to be in this. If they're in the red zone, we're going to be in this. So we're but we're pretty much all on the same page. We know this is what we're going to be in and what we're going to do. So it's really a smooth operation. So he makes the play call, and then you're getting your personnel in. Right. We know what personnel in, and we go and we go from there. Everybody substitute, and we go accordingly. There's a lot of talk about trying to potentially rest guys in this game later in the game. And right. it seems like outside linebacker, obviously, the position where you might benefit from doing that since uh, Joe and Really no, they've team. been rolling. Yes. Uh, of your three practice squad outside linebackers of Snowden and Odebo and, and Rashid, who, who's kind of shown you the most if you were to elevate one? As we look at all of them, to me, all those guys about the same because they really had limited work. You just watching them doing the show team and stuff, and they all flash the same, very similar abilities. But as of right now, I don't know that one stands out above the other. Because there's been this discussion all week should the starters play? Should they only play a little bit? Um, but, you know, on defense, especially the defensive line, there's naturally a rotation right. anyway. Uh, right. So going into this game, do you look at it as an opportunity for maybe some of the guys like Logan that don't always get the lion's share of the reps, the, the highest amount of snaps? Maybe this is a good opportunity to get them some more reps because they're going to be in the game anyway. It's just even more of an opportunity to, you know, get some live action and right. not it's not going to affect the, the playoffs either. Right. I see that more of a preseason speculation that that's the way you'd play but the way we're proceeding with this game we're normal reps and our normal guys playing the normal deal if there's the rotation comes around if your numbers up you go but right now there's from our standpoint I haven't seen anything that say play him more play him less that has not been the way we're approaching this game. Hey, uh, Coach Atlanta poses a great test for you as they have had over 2,500 Rushing yards on the I saw that. Ooh. What do you want to see out of your front seven personnel and stopping not only the run game, but the, 
getting a consistent pass rush as well? Well, the thing about them, the run game puts you on the heels for your pass rush because everybody's bracing to stop the run. Then all of a sudden you got to react to the pass, so that's going to naturally hurt you. And then the team last week and this team, they give you a lot of problems because they run on third down, third and seven. The team last week, third and seven, they ran the ball. And we were in a pass rush, and luckily we got them. But I'm just saying it's that that problem will be here this week. Last week's team was hard-headed about running the ball. This team is hard-headed about running the ball, and this team has a little bit more quarterback run element to it, so that poses another problem. I think they're averaging like four, almost five yards a carry, which poses another problem. So we got some issues to deal with here Sunday at 1. You look at the Falcons' draft this year, three of those draft picks figure prominently on their offense, right? right. They have Algier, who's got right. 900 yards. Right. Drake London, who's like their top receiver, and then right. the quarterback Ritter. What have you seen on film from all three of those guys? You know, Ritter's more recent to the lineup, right. but London, Algier, and, and, uh, and Ritter. Well, when you, when you see the package schematically, what they're doing, they're using, they're utilizing their people. You know, they're they're a running team, which opened up the play action, and London is getting open, and he they're force feeding him the ball, you know, as I would, because he's a playmaker. Then Algiers, he's doing a great job running the ball, breaking a lot of tackles. I didn't realize the first time we, that this guy breaks a lot of tackles. He is really hard to get down. And then Ritter, they're bringing him along slowly, but as week and week, they're giving him more and more, so you can. See see kind of what they're doing going forward, but they're implementing all three in their offense. Is it a challenge to coach this week? I mean, in terms of getting your guys, hey, I know you guys know it doesn't matter in terms of where our playoffs season right. is, but is it a challenge to say, man, we're going after this. We want to win our ninth game. You know what? I, we talked this morning, and it's really not a challenge. We're talking as the, the challenge would have been if we were sitting here needing to win and needing to get help. That would have been the challenge. So this week, nice no, that. that was a nice problem to have. So this, and we just talked, matter of fact, we just talked about that when we left the field. So right now, no, that's not a challenge because, one, we know we're in, but now you want to go in with some momentum, and then there's some things we need to get cleaned up because whoever you play in can play, so you got to make sure you're ready to go. Thank you. See you guys. I want to know going into this last game if you guys are within reach of, of some bonuses. Um, I think right now, I don't even think anybody's really paying attention to the bonuses. I remember uh, in the past we talked about that, but being in the situation that we're in, I feel like more guys were talking about, hey, let's get Coach Bowles a winning season. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's do things to finish it off right. So it's not more so about me or what I can do individually, but what can we do as a team? And Tom's never had a losing season in his career. Correct. So it's a lot of things that go into this game that's not just individuals, more about the team. Yeah. You, got, you guys with five sacks, though, could become the third, uh, third best uh, sack team in Bucks history. Would that mean anything to you? Man, it always means a lot. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, you take care of the little things to get you to the mm -hmm. bigger uh, objectives. So if we can get to those sacks and get off the field, we can get to the big dance, which is uh, let's get them off the field and uh, let's win, man. That's it. Can I get the – ball back to the offense. Can Tom have more opportunities to score? That's the name of the game. Can you feel things coming together? Oh, yes. You can definitely feel it. It was times in the game where even though we had a little, you know, ups and downs, it was more so like we're still here. Mm -hmm. We're still fighting. Don't, don't take your foot off the gas. And it just, it showed. It started to come together in the, you know, second half and just see the guys continue to fight, especially in offense, defense, all pulling together. 
I love to see that building onto this next game and going into the first round of the playoffs. A lot of you guys have said turnovers come in bunches. Yes. Now they're coming in bunches. Yes. Why now? What's what's happened lately that they're coming? <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is just being around the ball. You got to create those opportunities. And uh, guys flying around, guys playing with their heads on fire, and those opportunities are coming with tip ball, strip sacks, you know, Nelly come off the edge, just people playing with a different level of passion and momentum right now. Yeah. It's just showing. Is it because it's just late in the year and playoffs are looming? or? I think it's because our goal is right there and we can achieve it, so why not go get it? Byron was saying that a lot of people wanted to shovel dirt on, on you guys, that you're not dead yet. <laughs> They've been doing that all season, right? <laughs> Every time, oh, there they go, being the old bucks. Here they go. Yeah, yeah. So you you can't listen to all that. What's going on in this locker room and what are you doing to make this team better? That's all you can focus on. Does that add fuel? Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks, for being. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. You're wired a lot like Tom is. When it comes to playing games, not playing games, mm -hmm. there's nothing to be gained in the playoffs. How is that for you in terms of how you approach Sunday? I mean, you, uh, you approach it the same way. Um, I think that, like, you know. Obviously, we get paid to play football, but I think that we all enjoy playing, you know, and, like, there's a certain, like, rhythm that kind of comes with, you know, continuing to play and continuing to stack, you know, uh, opportunities because at the end of the day, you know, there might be a look that shows up in two weeks that, you know, that we saw in this game that helps us be successful next week. So, we just, you know, we approach the same way. How Tom? jarring is it for you to see that DeMar Hamlin hit? Yeah. And, and have you talked to teammates at all in the locker room about it? I mean, obviously, it was... I think jarring is a pretty good word, and I think it's startling. Um, it's scary because, I mean, I think every time we go out there, everyone, like, understands, like, it's a dangerous game, but I don't think anybody has ever, you know, encountered something like that. Um, I was watching it live, and it was just it was very confusing. Um, but, I mean, I feel like uh, it, it seemed like the way that it was handled in terms of, like, the medical personnel, I think it's, it seemed like it, like it really helped. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm sure everyone's been praying for Demar and, and his family and, and the Bills organization and stuff. And I think one thing that is um, a bright spot in, in this dark time is that you know so many people came together um, to not only support him and, and to share prayers, but um, you know a lot of people donated to his foundation, um, to his causes, and just just like the this constant outpour of support for him. And I think that's a really really bright spot in this dark time and um, I'm sure that you know if he's able to recover from that I'm sure that'll be something that you know that he really you know takes takes a lot of pride in seeing all these people come to his uh, you know to, to, to support him. There's so much we don't know and we may not know or have a lot of answers before yeah. you guys take the field again um, does it does it give you pause or, or fear uh, when it comes to, to playing this game? Um I don't necessarily know if that's the right word to use. I just think that it opens, you know, like it, it opens get some new thoughts in your mind of what could be possible. But I think in this situation, it seems like it was a very, like a, a freak accident. And, you know, I don't think anybody could have prepared for it. Um, so, I, but I feel like if you go out there and anticipating something like that to happen, I think you just kind of like live your life in fear. Um, so, I mean, all you could really do is try to approach things the same way that you do, try to be the best that you can. and. You know, try to be grateful for the time that you have, not only playing the game, but just in life. Because um, that's, you know, none of us never really, like, never really know, you know, what is going to be our time. So, uh, just praying for him and his family. There is a couple of records or milestones that you could reach this week, 1,000 yards. If you have nine receptions, you, you break the all-time record for most receptions in a season. How meaningful would those be to you when you look back on the season when it's over? Um, 
I don't know. I, I haven't really given it much thought. I feel like that's something to look at after the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing is I'm grateful to be able to, to be back out here playing. Um, you know, just past a year from my surgery, um, and things changed really fast in the year. Uh, you know, this time last year I was watching and hoping to get back on the field and have an opportunity to play. And now, I'm, you know, I have a shot to get 1,000 yards and you know, I have a shot to get 100 catches, which is like, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a long road back. But I'm just grateful to be able to play, grateful to be able to practice. You know, when I'm out in the field, I like look at the ground and look at everybody and just feel this overwhelming sense of gratitude just for my opportunity to, to still be doing this because it's, it's a blessing. Tom has a chance, too, to become the second all-time leading passer in Bucks history. He will be doing that in, <laughs> in, three, in three years. Yeah, that's insane. How amazing is that? That's you think about 40-something years of, of this franchise history. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really impressive. You know, it's, it's kind of insane to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, that's, that's Tom. Yeah. You know, we, we understand his greatness, but I think that he, you know, he, he puts a lot into this game. Um, and I think it's really cool to kind of to be a part of, you know, some of his history. A lot of records. Of course, <laughs> of course. It's beautiful. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate yeah, it. No problem, guys. Have a go. How much is the incentive, too, also to finish with a winning record versus? Uh, yeah, I was, selling, I was selling receivers. That's hard to do. I mean, I've only done it a couple times in my career. Well, a few times, and hopefully I'll do it a fourth this year. So, I mean, a winning record is always good. And Tom's never had a losing record. Yeah, we want to get that for him, so we got to win. You got Offensive Player of the Week honors. What can you say about uh, receiving those accolades after last week's game? I mean, it's a lot of great players. Players, uh, they play good week in, week out, and it's hard to get that award. So, you know, I'm happy I got it. Uh, Could have been me, me or Tom that, that got it. But, uh, you know, I'm happy I got it. Do guys going into a game like this where it's not going to change your standing in the playoffs thinking about mm-hmm. records or, or incentive bonuses? I know Bruce used to mention oh, yeah. to you guys. Yeah, a lot of guys think about that stuff. I mean, we're human. I mean, guys <laughs> think about that stuff. So, um, Guys that are up for records, I hope they get them. And guys that are chasing like incentives, I hope they get them. I mean, why not? Including yourself? I don't know what I... I don't know if I have any incentives or anything like that, but I'm just trying to win. That's my incentive. Milestones, like, you appreciate how much it means to fans that mm-hmm. you get to 1,000 every year. Mm-hmm. How much it means to them this season. Oh, yeah, my family, all my friends, my loved ones, they want me to get that, and I, my, I myself want to get it the most. So, yeah. It's nice to have it out of the way. Absolutely. One, one mark that could be reached this weekend if Tom has 262 yards. He'd be the second all-time leading passer in this franchise history. And just three that, seasons? Three seasons, yeah. and that's pretty amazing. It says a lot about him. He, he's an amazing guy and player, so it, it speaks to who he is and what, what he's done for, for this franchise. And at the end of his, towards the end of his career, too. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's always the end, and then he just keeps playing, so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Byron said people have been trying to throw dirt on the Bucks all year, bury the Bucks. Has that bothered you? Has that not phased you? Just talk to No, uh, never. Like I said uh, earlier, I don't know if y'all remember, but I've been through some some tough times in, in, in the NFL. So, I mean, winning your division is good for me. So I just keep playing, and just when the ball comes my way, I try to make plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for quarterbacks. They love getting their rhythm and timing down, uh, especially on deep balls. Those are hard to hit. So, yeah, I think it definitely could help us, uh, give us momentum going forward. Chris, an opportunity to get the session. Century on you know, catches or 1,000 yards? 1,000 yards. Can he get 100 catches too? Yeah, Yeah, he should be able He deserves that. He should get all that. I mean, he's a hell of a player. Uh, He should be up for comeback player of the year. I don't know who's all in the running. 
but he came back from an injury late in the season last year, and he's still, you know, one of our best players and um, came through big for us this year. No, it was, uh, everybody that watched it can, can feel for him and his family. You know, we've been praying for him and his family. Um, I heard he's doing a little bit better. Uh, thank God. Um, he's praying for the uh, the Bills as a team and the Bengals, all the players involved in that. Like, that's super tragic, and uh, we're just praying for him. Yeah, I mean, it's, you guys know that you, you take risks to play out on mm -hmm. the field, but that's a risk that not a lot of people probably fathom, right? Yeah. Like, have cardiac arrest out on the football field. Like, does that kind of give you pause or fear? Me personally, I mean, it, it was scary to see, but uh, it just makes me want to go even harder because you never know when it's going to be your last time. You never know. So you got to give it y'all every time. Mike, with the outpouring of support from people across the league, including yourself, Tom Brady, and others, um, can you just share what the, the family atmosphere is like in the NFL with mm -hmm. everybody just wanting to come together and yeah. show support? Like, on the field, a lot of things happen, like guys beef, guys getting into fights and scuffles and things like that. But at the end of the day, we're all chasing the same things. And that's taking care of our family and playing the best ball we can while we can. So for for that injury to happen and the brother to show the brotherhood and the camaraderie around the league, it was great. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a game. You know, at the end of the day, and it's a, it's a very lucrative business, and it's a game. It's our jobs, but it's a game. So people's lives are more important.